Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. And now your host, Kyle Ruff. Wait or shine, it's here to make you laugh. Wait or shine. That's the beautiful voice of Cousin <laughs> Curtis, everybody. Okay, dude, I'm like into metal and shit, but that was a little much. You're welcome. That was too metal, I didn't dude. thank you. You know Kurt's going to hit us up immediately and be like, we haven't done a metal version of this yet. Dude, where's, my, where's the fucking metal, bro? That's a fucking metal, dude. Metal, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think uh, Curtis does a lot of metal. He could do it all, man. I mean, he probably could. He's like Prince. He could do it all. He could literally do anything he fucking wants. Shout out to Cousin Curtis. Also, he's very handsome. Mm. What a stud that guy. Like a pole holding a flag on a Viking ship. Yes. What the fuck? I don't even know. Ladies and gentlemen, I have had half a hop slam before we started this whole podcast. Let me tell you, I forgot how Michigan these beers were. Wow, you're a fucking drunk. Yeah, if you don't know what a hop slam is, half, it's a, a, half a bottle. It's basically a bottle of wine and every, <laughs> every twelve form. ounce it's, bottle. Yeah. Shout out to Bell's Brewery. I hope they sponsor us someday. It is a, it is a delicious beer, but it is a ten percent beer. And halfway through it, you're just like, I want a sleeping bag. You know, like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, not the bed that's actually in your house. Like, I want the sleeping. No, bag. No, I want a cozy <laughs> ass sleeping bag and some hot chocolate. Did I tell you how I blew it at the Bell's Brewery on my thirtieth birthday? Yes. Blew it at Bell's on your B-Day. The triple B? The triple B. Oh, no, Kyle. Oh, well, first, welcome (laughs) to the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. Hello. I'm your host yet again, Kyle Ruff. Joining my right is Jared Merle. Say hello. (laughs) Fast intro. Thank you. How's it going? Joining my left is Ray Belmonte. Say hello. Uh, Hi, I'm Hop Slam. (laughs) (laughs) I slam hops. It's a thing I do. I slam them. It's my my thing. (laughs) You know. <laughs> no one slams hops but me, okay? <laughs> but no, I went to uh, Bell's Brewery in Comstock, Michigan for my 30th birthday because I love me some Bell's. And my favorite beer is Two-Hearted. Mm. And we were going on a little brewery tour, doing the thing. Tour. And then we got to a point where they were like, uh, like, oh, have you ever like held like a hop pellet in your hand? Oh. And they like handed us like like the different ingredients they put in. And you can like smell them and stuff. And the one was just like a raw hop. And I like didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I was like, I want to see what it tastes like. You what? And I ate it. And my mouth was instantly ablaze with hop intensity. Because it was like it was like a refined pellet. So it was like, imagine just like, I don't know, a really intense herb. Like you just ate like a fistful of like rosemary or something. Yes, or exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And it just like destroyed the inside of my mouth. And like I can see you trying to be all artisan and being like, oh yes, the best way to tell if these are good hops is a good crunch. Yeah, they're all <laughs> yeah. looking at them. They're all looking at you like, who the fuck is this guy eating the fucking hops? <laughs> oh like, yes, it's a good year. No, it tastes yes. terrible, but I gotta look good. <laughs> It's like, what a lovely pebble that I found on the ground. You know it would be awesome if I tasted if it. If I tasted it. <laughs> like Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, you're like, yeah, looking the end of the <laughs> like, ice pick. Are, yeah, Nothing. That's how I know this is good hops. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the, the bad part was that about 30 seconds later, they were like, all right, who's ready to taste some beers? And I was like, 
what? And they're like, <laughs> and they're like now, re- now remember, like, this is straight from the brewery, so you won't get a better uh, a more Bell's fresh, beer yeah. than this. It's like, who wants to try it too hard? And but you just completely it? ruined the tasting your and mouth. And my whole mouth was gone. And it's my chance to have the freshest possible of Way my go, favorite stupid. beer. Well, technically, you did have the raw, most raw experience ever. Yeah, well, I mean, you were chewing yeah, but, on the ingredients yeah, but at would, the brewery. Like that's pretty goddamn Midwestern. That's true. He would have been better off drinking a fucking Coors. Yeah, or like I mean, eating some fuck a bowl of wheat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I could have drank hot piss after that. I would have not. It would have tasted like a hop. How about some hot horse gum? Some hot ho- boiling hot horse gum? Yeah, some bo- sorry boiling boiling it's hot. It's gotta horse be boiling. Was it burning? Was it burning? Bur- dude, I was it burning. Working over? at a dispensary, I get way too high every day, so I can never speak correctly now. It just lost all your motor oh, skills. Dude, my motor skills are fucked. <laughs> like, I can drive perfectly, but talking is just a struggle. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, don't worry, say, I can drive, but I can't think or do anything else. Like, oh, Ossifer, <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> see me on you. Drive you, me. <laughs> Cars. On that note, uh, so we just announced today... Officially, officially, the lineup for Desperation Day Three. Big show, biggest of the biggest show. Dare I say, the biggest comedy show in the history of Steamboat Springs. I I think it is. It's a big deal. It's almost got to be. I no, like (laughs) it probably is the ninety-eight percent chance. Yeah. Other than the time Bill Cosby came here in two thousand six, this is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Well, everyone had drinks with him (laughs) afterwards, and no one remembers shit. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs. And My butt drinks. felt funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember when Bill Cosby came? No, I don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't there. No, no, no. Like, remember when Bill Cosby came? Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's, All the that's memories it. smash back into yes. your brain. Yeah, of of Bill Cosby coming. Hope we hope. Hopefully, we don't repeat that with the next show. Yes, <laughs> I assume there'll be a lot less drugging and raping at this show because. The lineup does not include Bill Cosby, but it does include a lot of jolly people. Uh some fantastic fucking people. Yes. Some um, of my favorite people. Some of our favorite people. Literally. So the big ones, the co headliners are Sean Patton and Shane Torres. So I think mm. we mentioned it in the last uh show. But mm-hmm. that is a big ass fucking deal. Those guys are both awesome. Yeah. They've both been on Comedy Central. They've both been on uh Conan. Uh Sean's been on like uh uh, he had Jimmy his own Fallon and he stuff. He had his own show. He had his own show. Sean Patton played the Snowball in Steamboat Springs, yeah, Colorado. Know, yes. Right? People don't talk about it. It was a big deal. It was, it was a, a big, big deal. Oh, fucking deal, dude. Yeah, dude. It was a fucking deal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest outdoor show he's ever done on During the quarantine. west side of Steamboat Springs. In this so, hemisphere, yes. In this hemisphere, yes. <laughs> in this economy? In this uh, town? <laughs> in this climate? Who else is going to be there? On that day? So- who else is going to be? That's an excellent question, Reed. Filling out the lineup, Kiss we have ass. also the amazing and talented Caitlin Cook is coming back. Woo-hoo. Fantastic, awesome musical talent, very funny as well. And uh, our friend Corey David, coming who has been Denver. on this podcast before, he's also headlined some shows for us before. Coming yep. out of Denver, up and coming guy, real talented dude. And then the latest addition, we have Mr. M. K. Paulson from old. Los Angeles. From Los Angeles. He's actually in his hometown in Texas. He's driving up here from Texas to hang out for a good chunk of time in the mountains. 
and he's going to be joining our fucking star-studded lineup. And then it'll be I'll be hosting the shows, mm-hmm. and we'll be sprinkling in you two gentlemen plus some more uh, Steamboat Springs All-Stars for the show. So It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. It's going to be a shitload of fun. I'm not going to lie, dude. And I think I've said it on the podcast before, but like Sean's legitimately like my favorite comedian of all time. Yeah. When I saw that poster today, the fucking dream come true. Of you and Sean Patton on the same poster? Yeah, granted, my face is tiny and his is big. I don't give a shit. That is like... <laughs> well, no, like, I remember sure. watching Sean on Comedy Central in, like, 20... T- when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And now he- he's coming here to do a fucking show. And- Hang yeah, out in I'm- your house. And he's, like, your friend and you have his phone number Yeah, and shit. like, that's fu- <laughs> that blows my fucking mind. Yeah, it should, You shitting dude. me? It is the coolest. Oh, my God, it's the so, best. So, I mean, yeah, this is, this is the kind of lineup that you would get it, like, the fucking comedy cellar or something like this is a big ass deal yeah, yeah this is this is really fun i'm really excited yeah actually i was promoted on the lift today were you oh yeah some dude was like he's like yeah come like every weekend every other weekend and i was like oh cool and then we got uh, i was like oh yeah like sorry about the shitty jokes because i was throwing shit jokes at him and i was like sorry i'm a oh, shitty the way co- i'm a comedian <laughs> yeah, i was like i'm a shitty comedian so you know it kind of just comes with the territory and then i was like he's like oh i love comedy and i was like well do i have the thing for you wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh hopefully homie will come up he lives in longmont hopefully he'll uh, nice. make the drive with his wife fucking take a short drive from longmont and come on up and see the show buddy fucking yeah bud fuck yeah bud it's gonna be sick and yeah tickets so are on sale where we gotta sell it by the table again yeah do uh, the COVID just, procedure and that's just the way to do it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm gonna start pushing it hard around and put out some posters tomorrow. Send them around. Hell yeah. Um. It's all over there. I'm gonna have an interview with the paper tomorrow too. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that should help. Nice. That'll uh, be good. It's gonna be kick titties. Uh, but yes. But for now, what we're gonna do in this show is instead of looking forward to the future, we're gonna look back to the past. All the way back to Sunday. Can I be Marty? <sighs> well, we're going. Can I we be- don't need Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please be Crispin Glover? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Like, if Reed's morning by himself talks in the kitchen was a person, <laughs> it would be Crispin Glover just going, you don't know. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know who the fuck Crispin Glover is, that's Marty's Mike, dad. Yeah, Michael J. Fox's father. Yeah, in the movie. movie. I forget what's it, what's his name in the movie. Uh, George McFly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. George McFly. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. He's but outside of Back to the Future, Crispin Glover is arguably the strangest person on the planet. Yeah, I mean he's really? so fucking. What else weird. is he in? Charlie's he, Angels. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> No, Wait, that's, it. no it, it, Bo- that's it. No, that's it. That's it. Both the ones with Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore. Uh, he's in just a l- slew of indie films. And a lot shit. of weird, weird shit. shit. Yeah. A lot of weird films. He's a really weird musician. He's he's dude. He's out there. Yeah. Speaking of weird, uh, our buddy Doc, friend of the show, just sent me a meme. Did you know that Gary Busey now has his own TV show where he's a judge for pets in pet court? No fucking way. Okay, calm calm down. Uh, that's no. not real. That's real. Doc, he sent me the meme, and I pet. was like, "What?" And are then the, he's like, "I the, checked." No, no. Is this like, is this like pet, like cruel animal cruelty court, or are these actual? Or is pets it like dog on cat crimes? on trial? See, I th- no, I think it's like civil cases, like it's Judge Judy. You know what I mean? Like this, it's like this dog pissed dog. on this other dog's treat, and then he's like suing him. Dude, this is bonkers. Dude. What? 
We are watching every episode. Gary Busey yeah. just being all just like, this cat's not a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> I made a totem for this pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like that judgment, I'll tear no. out your larynx. Dude, no, if he dude. was judging like a cupcake competition, I'd fucking watch it. I'm yeah. all over this. Dude, okay. no, I imagine I imagine him like he'll be up on the or like, you know, up in his judge square, whatever they call that. And then he just starts like. Is do it just it. a desk? He just starts doing lines from his movie. Like yeah. he'll, it'll be like middle of litigation. He's like, Utah, get me two. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Gary, this isn't actually the set of Point Break. And he's like, What? You're what? not. He's you're like, not David Spade. No, he's like, yeah. That's Keanu right there. Like that's a fucking wall. You're like that's a French bulldog. Yeah. And he's very upset. So Mr. please, Mr. Busey, just... you've been yelling at a cactus for three hours. You're scaring the kids. <laughs> Turns out this show isn't actually real. Uh, it's all a figment of his imagination. Yeah, it's just an acid. It's just him in on. a room, and it's like a green screen, but like the green screen's not on. Oh my god! They just <laughs> and it's just him. <laughs> some Shia LaBeouf shit. Yes, exactly. Hey, it's motivating you. Anyways, so <laughs> hey, you know it's all about Brad being righteous and determined. <laughs> <laughs> Is that from one of his movies? Dude, no, that's just Gary Busey. He has a slew of acronyms. His life is putting everything in acronyms, so he sounds super fucking smart. I'm not even Do you think Gary isn't his real name? Do you think his name is really like Garrett? Always ready. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You wait, hold on. You know why he is the way he is, right? He had like a brain injury, right? Yeah, he, no. He, well, cocaine, I'm sure. He was in like it was either a car accident or a motorcycle accident or something. And he smoked his fucking head and just wasn't and the same. It, yeah, just was like he was already crazy prior, Whoa. but then was like ten times crazier Whoa. after. No yeah. way. Oh, I kind of feel like a dick now. It was in like '97 or '98, I think. There's I'm a lot sure of people. Still did cocaine, but there's, uh, I mean, I've heard Roseanne. Yeah, I was gonna say Roseanne oh, yeah. and also uh, Sorry, Sam Kennison. They got oh, a yeah. car accident and changed their personality. Well, yeah. brain brain trauma. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Sam Kennison's uh, brother wrote a book and it's called My Brother Sam. Yeah. And it's all about how like he watched his brother just turn into a different person and just turn into a fucking crazy wild man. Yeah. Doing Damn. blow. You know, he used to be a preacher. Sam, Sam Kinison, yeah, Sam was, a was a preacher. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, he has the presence in an audience. He's got the stage of presence of a, yeah. of a pastor. Very yeah. much so. This, like is a, this is actually something I've talked about with Jared before. I think where it's just like you know, I almost wish I grew up like down the street from a really high energy black church, because then I would have been. Great music. All about church. And be like, hell <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, let's get up. Fun. We're getting excited. We're clapping. We're, we're singing. And everyone's just happy to be around each other. And so this, and the bread was Wait. bread. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever been to Catholic church? Yeah, that's what it's, I'm talking okay, about. Okay, it sucks dick. Catholic church it's like sucks. Creepy it's a fucking workout, first of all. Boring yeah, and stand, stupid. Sit, stand, stand. Right? Sit, stand, stand, sit. Oh, my Lord. That's yeah. shit. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking work out like that. I'm not... Kneeling, standing, sitting, kneeling, yeah. sitting, kneeling, sitting, stand, 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 sit, God kneel. Like, it. fuck that. It's I terrible. want the big hat and the fan and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> These people don't understand, Revan. You like, tell them. Yeah. I'm from, oh, with, by the way. With my prayers. Just to throw it out there, because I love saying it, I am ordained. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I think is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> it means that it means I, I can marry people legally. Oh, that you're one of those. Yeah, like you did a thing online, like how you became an owner of a country. No, not the owner of a country. I'm a lord. A lord of sorry, <laughs> you're a lord of a country. I'm Reverend Lauren. J- 
sorry, le- Reverend <laughs> Lord Jared Morrill. See, I smoke too much weed. <laughs> Reverend Lord Jared Morrill. But you're you're a goddamn Reverend. Yeah, that's like that's the term I like to take. Okay. Yeah. I just honestly because I feel like I would respect someone with the title of Reverend way more than I would pastor or preacher or ordained church. minister. They'd just yeah. be like, "Well, just stay away from playgrounds. You have thirty yeah. feet." Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Reverend, dude. I fucking mean something. Okay. Means you're irreverent. <laughs> yes. He's, he's an irrelevant. He's an irrelevant. <laughs> it's an elephant that doesn't matter. And the I'm point is moo. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. Oh! Uh. Hey! That's the only good joke in all of Friends. Fight me. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> fight me! Before, before we get too off track, yeah, let's get let's down to it. So, we just had uh, an evening of COVIDless comedy yes. at Schmiggity's. So, we did two shows. Um, one where we all brought our A games. It was a paid ticketed event kind of mm-hmm. thing. And we uh, didn't. We decided not to bring in a headliner. Usually yeah. these kind of shows we bring somebody in, but we were like, hey, you know, I think we're good enough. We can handle it on our own. No, you got damn fucking and right. I, and mm. I think we did. I thought it went very well. <laughs> I, I thought both shows we were We ourselves awesome. are an event. Yes, exactly. Yes. A big we're, fucking deal. That's uh, what we are. All right, Kyle. Yeah, calm down. Put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, fight me! <laughs> uh, and yeah, like I said, uh, I thought it went very well, and you guys... I think you guys did well too. How'd you guys feel that it went overall? Uh, honestly, I, I think both shows overall went really well. I think everything was done really well. Everyone had pretty good sets. Um, super smooth. As far as my set alone, like I did way better than I expected. I thought I was gonna bomb, but like I actually really prepared this time, which I'm I'm proud of myself on that one. Even if the jokes didn't land how they're supposed to, whatever. Like, still, I. I really put work into this one. Right on. So, and this was for both of you guys, like we talked about in the last one. Uh, longest set you've done, longer than normal. Yeah, which freaked me the fuck out. So you guys both went a full fifteen. I didn't actually check the time. I wasn't keeping time, but it seemed like everybody pretty much filled out their their time pretty well. Yeah. So, honestly, it's a little hard for me to tell because when you go over the material so much in preparation, when you get off stage, it still feels like you were up there for like two fucking minutes, if you ask me. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, it yeah, depends on how well you do. Sometimes it feels like it's 40 minutes. No, no. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, for sure. But I happen to have a good show. I, I was really excited about it. But yeah, man. um, Dude, Jared, like you basically hit. You nailed it on, on three fronts that you have like improved on like incredibly. If you ask me, in the past like eight weeks, um, <clears throat> you obviously showed evidence that you've been working on your crowd work for yeah. a long time because that added to your relaxation on stage, and because of that, you have great recovery when a joke doesn't work. Yeah. You were still able to make people laugh so much. You're like that was gonna go. A lot better <laughs> than I thought. Yeah. You have us all in stitches and shit. But most importantly, like like you just said, dude, it was really obvious to all of us who were uh, behind the scenes watching you, you know, mm-hmm. who worked with you and shit. You were so fucking structured. It came wow. out like, obviously, you have been practicing this. There were yeah. two jokes that I haven't heard at all that you whipped out, and you knew when there was going to be a laugh so you could have a slight pause before you continue. Like, right. you were... Like that was the most structured show I've ever seen you do. Thank you. I, I know. That. I know you were like a mess beforehand. Fucking yeah. But dude. no, you didn't. You didn't show it at all. Fuck yeah. Thank you. I appreciate money, that. Money man. show, dude. Money uh, show. That's... Yeah. Well, before, do you want to just jump in, do a little laugh lab? You want to watch it real quick? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do all it. All right. Let's yeah. do it. I don't know. I started hanging around playgrounds and middle schools a little more, hoping I could be the next face of the five dollar footlong. <laughs> 
Speaking of kids. You guys remember the Magic School Bus, right? That lovely show? That was awesome, yeah. I was, uh, was watching that last night and I realized that that show was like, it was made for future stoners. And uh, I mean, it's, it's great, it's got all the colors and it's, it's got lessons and funky theme music. And who can forget Miss Frizzle? Do you remember her? He's been sitting there staring at the dress. She looks like uh, your art teacher aunt who <laughs> copper wraps crystals on the weekend and does a bunch of cocaine. I assume. <laughs> that show is fucked up. All right. Who here has ever done hallucinogens? Yeah. Okay, so anyone who hasn't watched Magic School Bus, that's about it. I watched an episode last night for the sake of this joke. And I'm not kidding. I watched Miss Frizzle riding on a surfboard made of the Magic School Bus, because apparently it's Inspector Gadget's hat. And there's all the kids on the beach. She's like, we're going to go on an adventure in the ocean. She doesn't, I don't know, I did Southern accent. But anyways, <laughs> the Magic School Bus then turned into what I can only describe as a tub marine. It was like an old porcelain tub with a dome on it, and it was a submarine, and they were in the water. And then all of a sudden, Miss Frizzle was a fucking crab. And all the kids were mussels, like the little clams. Now, for me, that's good enough. That sounds like a trip. So if you ever want to really feel that, take an afternoon, smoke some weed, there you go. You'll have yourself a day. But what really got me on this show is the fact that Miss Frizzle has a CDL. <laughs> she had to go take a drug test for said CDL. <laughs> now, my high-ass brain watching this show, I imagine her in the doctor's office, like when she was trying to get the job, She's just like, all right, I need this job really bad. Copper wrapping healing crystals only, you know, really covers my cocaine habit, so I need some money from here. I need to pass this test. And uh, I imagine the doctor, like, you know, walking out just like, Miss Frizzle? Miss Valerie Felicity Frizzle? I googled the name for this joke. <laughs> We're ready for you. Please come in. She walks into the room, and then, <laughs> then like, the doctor's just like, all right, here's your cup. We need a sample, do your thing, we'll be outside. Then she just like pulls the school bus out and like unshrinks it and then pulls Arnold out, the little nerdy kid. It's like, all right, Arnold, piss in the cup. It's like, I don't wanna piss in the cup, Arnold. I should have stayed home today. That punchline only works if you've seen the show, by the way. If you couldn't tell. What was my next joke? Oh yeah. Um, got a dick pic from a random number yesterday. That was a little weird, dude. You were way too into that. Uh, no, I know, I can see you. These lights aren't that bright. Well, anyways, I don't know who Kelly is, but uh, I'm pretty sure her tits are not as hairy as the one I, or my tits in the picture that I sent back. I fucked that up so hard. <laughs> I sent a hairy picture of my tits to a random guy. He thought it was Kelly. You get it? On oh, moving on. <laughs> Who here breaks phones all the time? Anyone? Horrible parents. Whoever raised their hand, <laughs> horrible parents. <laughs> I'm also gonna be in that group of horrible parents because I break every phone I have, or I lose it, or whatever the fuck. 
And shit, what was the next part of that? I've been doing this all day. I've been practicing this set, and I still forget shit. God, you guys are so nerve-wracking. <laughs> Thank you for that. That made me feel so much better. But, ooh, let's not go down that road. She's a sweet lady, but I wouldn't say it's love. <laughs> oh, man. I, so, yeah, I struggle with phones. I smash screens. I lose them. I got my pants stolen one time off the beach with my phone in it. And uh, it got to a point where I started, I started like keeping all my old cell phones though because I would lose my new ones so often. And well, you ever wake up to the smell of piss? Yeah, I managed to piss my pants, bed, and phone to death after a long night of degenerate activities. I pulled my phone out of my pocket while sitting in this mess, and uh, there was a whole ocean of gold lightning in that phone. I could see it moving around the screen. Picture it, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, so when that happened, I threw that in my box of dead phones, and I was like, whatever, I'll keep it just in case. And guess what happened, guys? I broke a phone three years later. Now, I had forgotten about the gold lightning, but when I popped the box open, it was right on top. And it was covered in what I can only describe as piss crystals. So, you know, naturally, I crunched the power button in, and it turned on, amazingly. I didn't put it in rice or anything, just covered in piss. And I did what any man would do, and uh, put it in my pocket, kept using it, didn't wash my hands. So, if I shook your hand between January and March last year, I apologize. I mean, I didn't give you COVID, it's just a little ammonia. I thought that line was going to hit harder. <laughs> Great job, Jared. So, now that you just watched it back, what do you think? Uh, I missed a lot of stuff now that I'm like really watching it. I there's a bunch of punchlines that I missed, but all in all, like one thing I will say, I looking at that, I thought I looked really comfortable. I thought it sounded really comfortable, even though like the jokes weren't exactly what I practiced. Um, it definitely I don't know. I thought I did a good job compared to most sets, especially for the first time I've ever done an extended set. I've never even done ten minutes. I've done five at most mm -hmm. so i jumped from five to doing 15 and i think i think for my first time doing 15 minutes i think that was good yeah i thought so you um there is a lot of i would say overall that whole set if you wanted to like perfect that it needs to be a lot tighter very much so and that's kind of normal though for the first time trying to go longer you're gonna have a lot of like things that are longer than they should be. Yeah. Because you're trying to find time and things like that. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? When you're when you're trying to write like take all your best material and make it five minutes, that's when you weed out the shitty part. But when you're taking right. your material and you're like, I need to make this longer then maybe when you're writing it out you're not you don't like there's like an extra line you're like, mm, do I need that or not? And you leave it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's I think that's exactly what happened. Too. Yeah. Which is fine because I mean that's I mean that's how you know those lines are good. You got to practice them to an extent. Yeah. Um, but that would be I think that that set would be a very good five minutes. Yeah. Well, take out the story for sure. Yeah. And then yeah, I think I think it'd be a good five minutes if I can really condense it. Yeah. Which 
I mean, I think that's something I could I can work towards for sure. And uh, yeah, a couple of those need a little stronger endings, I would say too. Yeah, we were I, talking about it. I agree. Like the story at the end, there's a really strong ending there, and that was really silly. It just, yeah, it took some minutes to kind of really get, get in the groove. Of really it. get yeah. there, yeah. yeah. So well, there, there's definitely some stuff that can get cut, but it definitely was your best show when it comes to keeping your composure. Yeah, yeah. And you, um, this is something I would say to work on, which is something I've been trying to work on a lot myself, and I'm still not great at it, is trying to pace less. Like, if you... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like... I know exactly what you mean. I, like, I clearly noticed that yeah. watching it. Yeah, it's something you don't think about in the moment. That's like, I don't know if I ever told this, when I was in college, I worked at, like, a PBS station, like a student-run PBS yeah. station. Yeah, And, uh... One of the things that everybody does the first time on air, and I did it the first time I was on air, is you sit in your chair and you swivel back and forth. Oh, yeah, okay. It. And no, 100% of people do it, 100% of them don't realize they're doing it. It's just like a a nervous thing you don't think yeah. about. And the pacing is kind of that. Um, and also I find that if I try to write and practice my material where I'm standing still, it forces me to get like more into it, like, as like being animated, yeah, you know what I mean, because that's like the like the the Miss Frizzle joke. I think the the line about Arnold at the end would hit stronger if you acted out a little bit more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because you because you're almost just kind of like are like walking and you're just kind of like I should have stayed home today. Yeah, you know what I mean. It doesn't suck them into like that moment. Right, right like kind of yeah. going over it the exact same way that you would in your room. Yeah, it, where yeah. when you know it's harder than people think we had to break down one of Kendra's bits for what felt like hours one night just yeah. trying to make sure that she was able to properly pull off this bit explaining walking and trying on shoes with a very limited two pallet stage yes oh we, yeah so we made it sure that in the garage we're like okay you can only have this area so go and then yeah. we yeah. kept we stopped her a bunch of times and just said like nope start over yeah. you're four feet out of the thing far. you're yeah. on the lawn or in the pond right yeah. now <laughs> yeah so like you're drowning kendra you're literally drowning you just died <laughs> probably the, mo the most <laughs> the most comfortable way for you to remember and make sure you do your material properly is to do it exactly the way that you were doing it hours before you went on and it's yeah. pacing around in your room probably am i wrong it, that's yeah exactly it yeah <laughs> so i mean that's your comfort zone and believe me i feel it i pace around in my kitchen and talk to my dog like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. as far as comfort zone goes you definitely and this has been kind of a theme the last couple of shows we've done is you're very comfortable with your crowd work and just bullshit with people, and you're also very comfortable with, like, recovering from things. Like, yeah. you get a lot of, like, your best jokes from just, like, a joke not landing and you playing it off well. Legit, though, and, and like... Which is good. That's yeah. hard for a lot of people to do. I was going to say, I, I love the fact that I, I'm starting to do that because before I... When, like, when I first started doing this, I say before, like, a year and a half ago, a year ago, whatever, Yeah, I couldn't do that. Right. I didn't have any kind of recovery. It was right. just like, oh, a joke didn't land. I was like, uh, okay, move on. Right. You know? For sure. And, like, you do that very well. I would say the the thing to almost worry about, though, with that is you don't want to be too reliant on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no. I Whereas mean, I, you're, like, writing sloppy material. You're like, oh, well, I'll just play it off if it doesn't go well. Well, you know right. I mean? And, like, I never go into writing a joke being like, oh, I'll just, like, see if something happens. Like, no, I'm, like, I still, I need a line here for sure sometimes i will think like oh i got this line and like you know or i have my punchline and then it's like 
well, if someone says this or like if someone yells that, like I try to think of other things that like I can just kind of throw out there and that are generalized and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in case, but I never rely on that. No, sure. you, sh- you definitely should have some clips in your back pocket ready to load. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do with the For outdoor sure. show. Where I was like, okay, okay, if I call on somebody and they say I'm from Ohio, oh I can yeah, say yeah, this. yeah I if that. they say they're that. from Nebraska, I could say this, you know, and I yes. couldn't help but to get this pre-planned thing just so after the show, when they're like, wow, you improvised that so well, I'll be like, I know I'm really talented, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on the spot. How did you know? <laughs> Speaking of how talented you are, Reed, how did you think you did? From what I can remember, it was a lot of fun. Also, I was. Um, happy to get such a uh, a good reaction from that material seeing that i only wrote it about three days ago <laughs> prior to that show <laughs> i was just like i'm gonna run with this like this is really funny you're like okay <laughs> but um no i mean uh honestly after watching jared's it's a little hard to hear the laughter on account that there were only about less than thir- 30 people yeah at that first show too but um no i th- i think from what i can remember i had a lot of fun and um I think I can speak on behalf of all of us that I think we all kind of needed this show. Yeah. yeah. I think all of us needed to get on a stage and prepare and get nervous for mm-hmm. something that we're taking real seriously and to go up and do it and actually be back at a big, not just a bar, but a, we got a stage. It's a serious, you know, the yeah. whole place was dedicated to us. Eyes yeah. were on us. I think we all kind of fucking needed that to boost our, um, boost our morale this sure. weird winter. So, I mean, yeah. for most of us, we haven't. I mean, we've been doing the open mics and stuff, but we haven't had, like, a show like that since Comedy in the Park 3. Yeah. yeah. I mean, only a couple of us got to get in at the Snowball. So, yeah, for, for you guys, it was, it was definitely uh, overdue, for sure. Yeah. Well, and, like, actually, I didn't think, I, I forgot that the Comedy in the Park shows happened, kind of. <laughs> well, I was only in 2 and 3, because I got the fucking vid. But if I'm comparing that compared to what I did at Comedy in the Park, this is, like, so much fucking better. Mm-hmm. And, so, and Actually, I think for all of us, too. Those shows, like, they were super fun, but they were weird just because they were outside and it was, like, a, the atmosphere was a little different. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, th- I think just this was all around way better. I think we were all a lot more prepared for this, too. Yeah. It just, I don't know, if it, it all clicked. For honestly. sure. For sure. Well, let's see how well Mr. Reed Belmonte clicked right now. Um, I've been going back and watching the old James Bond movies from the 60s. Anybody else big fan, fans of Sean Connery and all those? Yeah? Yeah. They're sexist as fuck. Have you guys gone back and watched these movies? The climax is the same every single time. You have Sean Connery, a hairy-chested hero who can solve any problem. And you have the woman who's nothing more than a damsel in distress with no dialogue and she's obsessed with him and wants to sleep with him. That was the mentality of masculinity in the 60s. If you ask me, it's a little outdated. I think that the ending of those movies should have gone something more like this. James, you're amazing. You, you defeated the doctor who gives a shit. You defeated his army. You stopped the nuclear bomb. You you saved the whole world, James. You're amazing. Wait, I'm not gonna fuck you though. Where the hell did you get that idea from? We just had a near-death experience. The car chases, the gunshots, and nothing. You thought about that this entire time. 
that we're gonna have sex. I'm like half your age, I've known you for four days. What's your plan, dude? And your pants are off, okay, cool. I have to do this now, because I'm grateful. He's just standing there all naked, twirling his own drink, saying his own name, just Sean Connery. <laughs> Rapey douche. Do you know there's a character from those movies called Pussy Galore? And she's like, yeah, duh. I'll do you one even better. They had a character called Octopussy. You know what octa means? Eight pussies. That's what it means. Did a nine-year-old write this movie? You know what's real funny? Vagina? No, eight vaginas. Do you think Pussy Galore would pass in today's PC culture in a film? I don't think so. In fact, we gotta get rid of the, whole, the pussy galore and all that bullshit from the past. I think the new James Bond should be an openly proud gay man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. After a day of fighting terrorists, he gets in his Aston Martin, buzzes on home, and he comes inside, his husband's standing there in a black Speedo chopping some phallic vegetable, just, oh my God, James, I missed you so much, are you okay? takes off the suit, he's like, everything's gonna be fine, we're safe, don't worry, pile of cocks. <laughs> Speaking of creepy men, Joe Biden is our president. Is this the right crowd for that? Okay. Um, Joe Biden, well, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I don't like to refer to it as he went to the White House but wandered into the White House. They're kind of like, pudding and naps, this way. He's just like, I love pudding, you know. <laughs> Biden came into the White House, and you know what? Honestly, I'm a little excited about it, because I don't know if you guys knew this, but for the first time in four years, we have a presidential family dog back in the White House. How wonderful is that? Steamboat. Yeah, we love dogs. We'll get there. What? <laughs> I wish. Um, but yeah, like they came into the White House with two German shepherds named Major and Champ. If you weren't unaware of how white and from Delaware the Bidens are. Major and Champ. It sounds like a straight-to-DVD Airbud sequel. Thank you, Bidens. But I, honestly, I think it's a little cool. You know, you, you, it's, a, it's a tradition that's been going through presidents for as long as American history has been. You got, uh, you know, the, uh, the Obamas had a Portuguese water dog. The Clintons had Cocker Spaniels. The Reagans had Labradors. Dick Cheney had George W. Bush. <laughs> it's easy to bomb countries when you blame it on the dog, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That so awesome, funny, dude. Reed. Yeah. What'd you think, bud? Now, now you watched it back. Uh, now that I watched it, I realized that I just was trying to fill time a lot um, for the 15 minutes. And I made the Texas Week joke go out a little longer than um, longer than it should be, I think. Sure. I just I, I would say a lot of that could just be worked. um Cause like a lot of the times I could like tell what you were going for. Like for example, the uh, when you're checking the guys' IDs at the door, you're like these are guys who begin sentences with, like those lines like could be better. 
Yes. Yeah, I agree. Very much so. Like I was just whipping them out. You're you're on like you're right on the cusp of what you're trying to achieve. It just needs to. That's the kind of thing where you got to try like thirty different things and see which are the four that work. Yeah. Sure. You know what I no, mean? no, sure. So for a first run, like I thought it was pretty good. What do you think? No, I thought you did really good, especially compared to like just what I've seen at open mics and stuff. I thought that was a very clean set compared to what what you've done, especially for it being 15 minutes, regardless if some of it was drawn out. Like, I, I was doing the same thing. I was filling time, whatever. But, like, you had the jokes down, like, especially the James Bond bit. Like, the first time you did that compared to now, I think that is so – it's so clean compared to what it was. Yeah, there was I a think, fuck ton of jargon with that joke when I first wrote it. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Well, and it even had, like, it was a different – it was a different joke when you first wrote it. Like, it, it evolved for sure. Yes. And well, I, you trimmed a lot of fat is yeah. what you did. Well, and you even added a Well, a I could pieces. just really do that. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't oh. – <laughs> No, I, I thought that was awesome. And, uh, like, that joke specifically for me, I thought, was, like, a true show of how much – you've evolved yeah I thought, I thought that was i think that whole show in general was awesome just showing where you've come from when did you start doing last summer yeah come right. a long way tater god yeah it was last summer no last no. summer is when i came back and continued oh yeah that's right okay yeah that's right last winter yeah you've been like last a year winter, so yeah. i'd say a year and a half yeah so yeah. compared to when you started to now like i mean that's fucking light years beyond oh yeah what it was man i think you did a great job Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm slowly get, but surely getting to the point where if I do a 10-minute joke and I come home from an open mic and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, in a month, that's going to be a two-minute bit. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. know, yeah. it, the, this shit gets trimmed so much. It's down to, like, the syllables with me now. Like, I don't want to yeah. take up these people's fucking time. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, no, I thought, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought you killed it, man. Thank you. Yeah, great job, buddy. I honestly, and I don't want to sound like a fucking pompous douche or anything, but I almost wish we were listening to my fucking show uh, two nights ago. You fucking douche. My God. You pompous douche. I wish I was throwing out the new material that I just came up with because after Tuesday, I was like, oh, man. That... That yeah. shit from Sunday is like fucking Snickle Fritz compared to Tuesday. <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to keep working at it. Dude, Because that please, shit was... Please keep oh, that was so much fun. I For know, sure, I, buddy. I, know, I think I texted you about that. About what joke. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely Dude, did. Thank you. Work on that fucking joke. Oh, my so God. That was so much fun. Like, you know, three weeks prior, I was like, oh... I wish I could write more punchlines and quick shit like Matt does. Yeah. And then Tuesday, I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm doing it. Like, it's not just all fucking stories. Yeah. No, sure. it's, it's 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 definitely an evolving nature for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And I have I have the audio of that recorded, too, if you want to listen. to <gasps> Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to you before you go. Do you, I was going to say, do you want to do it right now? Uh, let's just keep this this schmiggity yeah, show. You know what? Fine, whatever. What? That's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the topic. One thing at a time, Reed. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, no, I had a lot of fun. That was a fun show. Sick. Hell yeah, yeah buddy. I think I did well. I yeah. think you did too. And um, uh, speaking of doing well and whatnot, Kyle, how do you think you did with the uh, year set? Huh? Uh, I felt good. Felt good about it. Um. The first show was a little rough. Which we didn't we didn't get that on film, right? No. Okay. Which is fine. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was the so the the first show I opened with a twenty minute set, and the second show I closed it yeah. with the same twenty minute set. And the second one was definitely a lot better. Um, I was a little looser. And well, I was going to say, I think the factors being like, A, the first crowd was a little smaller. It was a little older. Yeah. You opened, which yeah. is fucking tough. Yeah. Uh, and then the second crowd, a little, little more booze than everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger crowd, packed house. Yeah. Uh, and just really responsive. I think, I think like the second show especially hit fucking jackpot. Yeah. You know no, I mean? fucking almost everything I did worked in the second show. Yeah. There, I didn't really have too many, like, dead spaces. I also, in the first show, I even had a minute, too, where I was like, what am I talking about? Oh, oh yeah. Blank, fucking yeah, you fumbled for a second. I fumbled for, sure. for a second. It sucked. Yeah, which I was actually kind of, I was kind of afraid that I was going to do that in the second show. I ended up not doing it at all, which yeah. was awesome. Um, but no, I forget about it. It was good. Yeah. Well, Cute. let's, uh, let's run it back. <laughs> so I did on the Tinder machine. And these girls got these lofty standards. The first one I see, this girl's like, I only date guys in the 666 club. You know what that is? You know what the 666 club is? It's not the mark of the beast. What it is, is men who are six feet tall, have a six-figure income, and a six-inch penis. Only in this town do you get that kind of request from a girl who herself is a six at best. Sorry, Rebecca. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) Yeah, because I can give you the 555 club on a good day. You know what I mean? Depends on the temperature, mostly. (sighs) Yeah, there's all these... All these profiles is just like picture, height, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I'm fucked, because as Caitlin covered earlier, I am a dwarf. And I don't even have a battle axe, unfortunately. I do have a sword. Where's Miles? Miles bought me a sword one time. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't use it for anything. I just like, ah, it's the best. So but, so what I did, Cause I was like, you know, I'm not gonna get a chance with these girls. So, you know, I did, I lied. I told a little lie on the Tinder. And then I matched with a girl. And we decided we're gonna go for a day, we're gonna go to a bar. We meet in the bar, I get there first. I'm waiting for her to come in. And I see her walk in, and of course, cause it's Steamboat, she's this fucking Amazonian woman for no reason, right? I don't know what the Vikings settled Northwest Colorado, but that's a thing. So, I'm sitting there and I see her, she walks in and she's looking for me. Up here, and she's scanning, she's scanning. She gets down to my level, like, oh. And I'm like, hey, look. She doesn't even say hi. She's just like, your profile says that you're six foot five. And I was like, six five, that's weird. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? Cheers. And she hit me right in the face. Big hands on these steamboat women. It wasn't any good. Oh boy. Yeah, Steamboat's an interesting place. Who here's from Steamboat? Show of hands, who's from Steamboat? One, Riley, you're the only person from Steamboat. And I'm from Steamboat. I've been here forever, my boy. Who else? No, you're all tourists, you're a tourist, you're a tourist. 
You from here? Did, you, shake, you shook your head no for both. Pick one. From Denver? Good enough. So I'll tell you about Steamboat. Steamboat is an interesting place. I've been here a while. I've noticed a few things. One, everyone in this town has a dog. You ever notice that? Which is fine, but here's the weird part. Everyone's dog has a human name. All these fucking hipsters. They can't name their dog like Spot or Fido. In the dog park, it's like, come here, Russell. Good boy, Dominic. Right? It's more normal than the owner's names. I met this guy, he's like, hi, my name's Dakota, and this is my dog, Steve. It's like, you know that's not a person, right, Dakota? Right, fine. But two, another thing about this, this town that's weird, but it's happening a lot now is it's gentrified, it's getting gentrified, right? So you have all these like rich people and poor people living right next to each other all over the place. Like there's parts of town where you can stand on the balcony of your $2 million condo and take a piss off and hit the trailer park next door, right? Which is how I like to start my day every day, you know? Take that, you peasants. <laughs> or whatever they yell, I don't know. It's hard to hear an ear full of piss, you know what I'm saying? But I, I swim in both circles because I work for the mountain and I'm in these corporate meetings with all these bougie big wigs and they're figuring out how to get the rich people in. They're like, hmm, how do we market our trademarked champagne powder to get the little, little people here? You know what I mean? That's how bougie we are. It's trademarked snow champagne powder. And then I go across the street to Double Diamonds where I meet my buddy Larry who tries to market to me every other kind of powder you can get. Right? Uh, 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 that's so funny, Kyle. Oh my god. Oh my god. So watching that back a little bit, what do you think? Um I thought it went pretty well. The new so I the little like yellow pants one liner thing that I do like way too much because I was fucking suck at writing one liners and I only have three. I expanded that <laughs> into like a longer thing. Uh and I thought it went pretty well. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that set was really good. Um, it definitely went better than the first one. Like you were saying, like there was a few lines that you threw in there in the first set that just didn't land. I mean, yeah. people just, like you said, people weren't laughing that that much. It was just it's hard to get a crowd going. But yeah, it was the first the first set was rough. Little, and it was a little more loose. Yeah, as far as like actually throwing shit out. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas that was more structured than the first one. Yeah, for sure. for sure. A lot tighter. I kind of s- just stuck more to my guns um, in the second one. And the first one I was going to add in, like, the extended, like, yellow pants bit and stuff, and I just didn't. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I did for that one. Uh, the the gun show and Craig line was one I felt really good about. Um, and yeah, and the rest of it went well too. I mean, uh, the song in the end went well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that song always does well, especially especially the shittier I play it, the better I, it does. I was gonna say, dude, never practice the guitar <laughs> part, and just, but like, don't be afraid to call yourself out. Like, well, not that you are, but like, if you really fuck up, just like lean into it for sure. Right. And you yeah. de- you definitely have, but like just lean in. There was the Never one- hesitate to like think that you're amazing at guitar too. Like, and be I'm like, so everybody, good. please be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, are you hearing this? Yeah. It's my time now. There's the one the one time of the whiskey company, I think it was like the first or second time I played it, I just like couldn't remember how to like play the one part and I was like, 
And back to the chorus. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and getting ready for the bridge. Yeah, the uh, we 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 just watched the beginning of that bit and the the Morris Code bit and the. Uh, Did you say Morris? Morris. It's Morris. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said Morris. Like I, I believe it's Maurice Code. Yes. No, it's spelled with an O, not an A U. Maurice. I think it's Mo. S'mores. S'mores. S'mores code. It's S'mores code. This, code. this guy's speaking fucking S'mores code. This guy's to me. talking S'mores. <laughs> He's <laughs> like Graham Cracker, Graham Cracker chocolate. <laughs> I don't know why I did that accent. That yeah, what the fuck was that? The way that? you're waving your hands. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, that's how I make it. That's how I make it. That's the button, you know. That's, the, the, that's the S'mores button. You, <laughs> you know. know, you get a taxi in New York, he gives you a fucking s'more. <laughs> And you're like, I didn't ask for a fucking small. You get your fucking small. I get your fucking small. <laughs> I don't know why you just reminded me of this. It, like, it has nothing to do with anything. S'mores. But my blue, <laughs> my blue heaven. You, you, y'all need to still watch that because it's the best movie ever with Steve Martin. And there's literally a line, and I relate to it so much. He's in a supermarket because he gets he gets put into witness protection. He's in a like fucking Wichita or some shit. Right. He's in the supermarket, and the guy goes, <laughs> "Have a nice day." And he goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have never related more to anything ever. Uh, that is the greatest Northeast fucking comparison I've ever seen in my life. I've wanted to do that so many times in customer service. Or like, actually, sorry. There's another line on the supermarket where they have like samples. Like, do you want to try some granola? He goes, What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just the way you said that, the way you did the accent and shit, just reminded me of that. I gotta watch that movie. That's so good. Uh, Free Jesus. samples. What do you think? <laughs> it's fucking uh, great. Anyways. Anyways. Oh yes, me. That's yes. what's important. Yeah, man. It's uh, I I've seen it once, and I'll say it again. Uh, you know, you go up and do these opening shows. If we're doing like uh two shows in one night, uh, you go up and do the first show, and you're breaking in the crowd. And it's usually like, oh, okay, well, everything landed, but it was still, uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. and then you go up and do your second, and it's like your Motley Crew in Ohio, like, are you ready for some fucking comedy? You know, yeah. like <laughs> your your attitude and your confidence goes through the roof. It's called uh, alcohol. Your yes. second roof. Well, that helps. But yeah, no, I I that is something I need to kind of work on is maybe coming out with a little bit higher energy when I do open and kind of force people to get into it, kind of thing. Definitely, you know what I yeah. Mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I like, definitely like if it's not going well, it's kind of it. It very much kills my like flow, I guess. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, of course yeah. it will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's the fucking that's the toughest part of all this shit. It takes a lot of cojones to go up and try to break in the crowd first. It's yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, no, I was I was very happy with how it went and got a lot of good responses from people. Uh, So, yeah, it was great. Very awesome. solid, solid stuff, dude. And I probably I that second set was fucking like twenty five minutes too. Yeah, it was pretty long. It's definitely the longest I've been on stage. So, uh, feels good though, don't it? Felt good, yeah. And I didn't like, I didn't really stumble too much. I didn't forget my stuff, and uh, that's fucking half of it <laughs> I like, for me. I like how we're like all doing long sets or like headlining or whatever, and that's like. 
you would never hear a comedian say like, yeah, I didn't fumble on anything, so that's good. <laughs> right? Like, it's such a weird ecosystem we live in with all this shit. I know. It's, it's like awesome. it's like I did a whole 15 minutes and only forgot two jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Bill Burr does a fucking hour in front of 80,000 people. Murders. doesn't even blink. Murders. <laughs> but to be yeah. fair, when Bill <laughs> Burr fair. was a year, to be fair, to about be a fair. year or two in, like us, he was probably saying... Oh, things closer to what oh, you're saying yeah for sure you know mm-hmm. oh, absolutely no, for sure. i just i just find it funny though like it's, yes yeah there's, it, there's levels to this shit we already, we're already at that i mean i i i'm i can't wait for next tuesday and i keep coming up with shit so fucking fast and i'm presenting myself and being so much co- more calm on stage compared to a year and a half ago when i first went up like i was i, I didn't want to walk into barley yeah. I was just like, I'm not going in. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I have friends here. <laughs> but People yeah. are going to watch this? Yeah, and I just did fucking 15 minutes. It felt like, uh, I think I think it came out to like just shy of 13, to yeah. be honest with we you. We can look at it and see what it was. Yeah, dude, that, that was fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, good show overall. I'm fucking super stoked. Yep. Shout out I- to Schmiggities for putting on a great gig. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, thank you, Schmix. As sure. grateful as I am to the whiskey company that uh, we're doing our stuff there, and I love that space. I was a little bit bummed when it didn't work out at Schmiggity's. Yeah, that's um, fair. I just, I do I I like the stage aspect mm-hmm. of Schmiggs. Being up high does. It yeah, it definitely helps. That's why press is my favorite place to do comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're all getting better. That show went well, and I I think what's important is that we're all every time we're doing it, we're improving. Yeah, and that's the part of like that's why podcasts like this are great because we can actually like look at it with a critical eye and yeah, pick it apart a little bit, see what's going on, really get a good idea. I couldn't stand the sound of my own voice and listening to the recordings back, but it is so fucking beneficial. That's the only reason I was able to condense a James Bond joke down to what it is. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it goes a long way. And by the way, I de- I just thought of this while I was watching it. I can get a little scandalous with it when it comes to like playing the role of the female woman Bond thing. Mm-hmm. And I could probably just wear like a women's uh, bathing suit underneath my and shirt. just rip off. Oh just kind of God. rip it That'd out at a certain point. And it could be like the classic white one from uh, uh, Thunderball. Yep. And yes. uh, yeah, dude. AKA Austin Powers by Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> money. So yeah, like like Kyle said, like with every show we get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the goal. That's all you can do, man. Fuck yeah, man. yeah, until eventually you don't suck. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, sell out arenas. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, until I do a show with Sean Patton. But for now, we're in Ooh. Kyle's room. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the magic starts, baby. Kyle's room. Sometimes it ends a little too quickly, too. All right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Don't fart in the mic, don't you do oh it? Oh my god, dude! It's a good thing there's a pop filter on that. You definitely forced that a little too hard, but yeah, I know. It's you just sounded so fuck. You sounded like me when I'm stoned as shit. <laughs> you just yeah, now and now he to. sounds like Reed when he's stoned as shit because yeah. he is Reed when he's stoned as shit. I was just really excited. I thought I was the first one to actually attempt that. You know, like ever. This is, a, this is a comedy podcast, and no one's tried to fart into Kyle's Has mic. Has anyone farted? 
If you're if you're a long time listener to the show, write us and tell us if you remember what episode. Yeah, someone use farted. time from your day <laughs> to comment. Listen to all fifty one <laughs> episodes. It'd be like college to let you know somebody did fart unintentionally. Her name is Kendra. Yeah, it was out of her mouth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was everything she said for an hour. <laughs> she tried to dance at one point. It was just really and sad. Yeah, she got second place. She always she, gets she, second she, place. Oh, second she dances <laughs> every time she dances. I don't even know. Contest. She lost the, the dance, dance contest. contest. She's a champion steamboat citizen getting silver medals That's all the way. What it is. <laughs> hey, you know what? You ain't purebred unless you got silver in there, right? Oh, right. Except for Taylor Gold. He, he got a bronze. Shout out to Taylor Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show, Taylor Gold. Friend of the show, David Gold. <laughs> he, uh, I just saw something with him on like Instagram. Yeah, he's like a pretty big snowboarder. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he's probably, blown he up. definitely doesn't listen to this. No, he probably thinks we're assholes if he knows anything. About <laughs> I, mean, I tagged him in the one yeah, post. Yeah, I was gonna say you tried to tag him in that Instagram. He post. didn't. Re- he didn't respond or follow us. Didn't or... he untag himself? I don't know. Maybe. No, I thought he did. Oh well, fuck him. Irregardless. <laughs> Irregardless. We love you, Taylor Gold. You're our number one fan. <laughs> I can't wait for him to be at the Olympics. So be like, how does it feel to be in Japan and representing your country? Be like, one thing's for sure, Steamboat comedy sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'd, be like, I'd be like, oh, he said Steamboat comedy. He said it. He said it. Honestly, though, for real. That would be the best press we could ever get in our oh, yeah. entire lives. We'd be just, like, I got to see how bad these guys are. Yeah. We, just po- <laughs> we just post that video every single day on the Instagram. This is what I'm going to do if he wins an award and they interview him. I'm just going to dub over his mouth and be like, I love Steamboat Comedy. <laughs> if we so say award, don't say medal. Say, this guy won an award because he's fast. <laughs> Here's your snowboarding award. What do you think about Steamboat Comedy? Man, I think Steamboat Comedy is the best. They're the best. <laughs> I sure do love Steamboat Comedy. My name's Taylor Gold. Like, there's no reason to spend your money on anything else. Yeah. The tickets to Schmickety's is Steamboat Comedy. A lot of people like that Joe Rogan fella, but I really prefer the Steamboat Comedy podcast. They Wait, have 52 fuck- episodes. Yes, he's Jewish. He's no, Jewish. Apparently. He's Woody Allen now. What the yes, fuck he's was that? <laughs> Yeah, that's just the voice I'm going to give him when I over. We're going to go snowboarding without pads? I don't have time for this. No, but it's so cold and the air is uh, so dry, my skin splits. I need hand warmers and toe warmers mm. all for my feet. All for my feet. I just like, I like the toe and the hand in my shoes because there's certain parts of my feet that are shaped differently, more like hands. And so I it really contours to the edge of my boot. I'm Taylor Gold. I can't believe they don't even know who Bing Crosby is. <laughs> Taylor Gold, we love you, bud. Yeah, shout to Taylor Gold. Please don't, uh, this podcast please don't forget us when you get sponsored by Wheaties. Yeah, that's right. We'll yeah. take the crumbs. I don't give a shit about Taylor Gold. <sighs> All right, I think that's gone far enough. Yeah, we've got enough. Anyways. We can end it on that. Yeah, that we love Taylor Gold so much. Yes. (laughs) So thank you, everyone, for listening, including Taylor Gold. Check out the ticket link for Desperation Day 3 is now available at steamboatcomedy.com slash events. And other than that, fucking stay black, and we'll see you next time. Sounds good. You get fired again? Yeah, I was going to say, you want to shit into the mic? You want to shit in the mic? I was going to say, thanks for listening, Dave Chappelle. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Close enough. Kim and Taylor Gold, <laughs> they're best friends. They hold hands and they listen. 
Rain or shine, it's here to make you laugh. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. It's the Steamboat Comedy Podcast. 